anybody? Or why would you think violence is, is a cure for hate? And I leave it with that. And this video that I just saw, a movie with uh, Ildra Alba was in it. Ildra, the guy, the actor. Right, sure. right. Yeah. That's a good movie because in there, the guy that's the culprit, he goes back and says, I don't want people stopping me from doing what I normally do. And what he's saying is he's a Caucasian and he has the right to kill. Yeah, that's the new Luther. They came out new series of Luther. I love that stuff, man. Hey, listen, we have uh, thanks for calling in. Listen, we're gonna we're going to be right back after this NPR break. Uh, you're right here with the Sunday Forum on WMNF 88.5 FM. This is your host, Walter Elspeth the second, members of the Fourth Estate crew, and we will be right back. You're listening to the Sunday Forum. Keep it tuned. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Louise Schiavone. Former Vice President Mike Pence made his most forceful rebuke to date of the January 6th Capitol attack and then President Trump. NPR's Amy Held reports Pence spoke at a high-profile Washington dinner last night as he teased his own run for the presidency. The annual Gridiron Dinner brings together journalists and politicians to hear Washington luminaries do some lighthearted ribbing. And Pence delivered, cracking jokes until he got to January 6th, indicating that's no laughing matter. President Trump was wrong, he said, adding history will hold him accountable. Pence at the time resisted Trump's efforts to overturn the election, and last night he called Trump reckless. Pence has done a delicate dance around the insurrection, condemning the violence, but not Trump directly, at least at first. But he's distanced himself from his former boss as he publicly ponders his own potential presidential run. Declaring at the dinner he will wholeheartedly support the Republican candidate, quote, if it's me, drawing laughs. Amy Held, NPR News. California regulators are working through the weekend to try and stabilize Silicon Valley Bank, or SVB, a firm that worked with nearly half of all U.S. tech startups. E. Okobi from member station KQED spoke with a co-founder of a business that can no longer access its cash held by SVB. Corey Ford runs a venture capital firm that funds media leadership and innovation. He learned about SVB's collapse from a WhatsApp chat group for venture capitalists. Union Square Ventures, which is probably one of the most respected venture capital firms, had sent out an email, apparently, to its whole portfolio and basically said, if you have money in Silicon Valley Bank, you should get it out of there. Ford agonized over whether or not to contribute to what was basically a bank run. By the time he decided to... His company accounts had been frozen. Now he must wait until Monday to learn the fate of the seven-figure sums his company had deposited at SVB. For NPR News, I'm E. Okobi in San Francisco. In Tel Aviv, thousands of Israelis gathered to protest judicial reforms. The late Saturday night protests were in response to the government's plan to limit their country's Supreme Court powers. Protester Ainat Giva Levy encouraged her fellow Israelis and other countries to fight for democracy. We will never agree to have democracy abolished in this country. It's really important that we raise awareness all around the world. Last month, Prime Minister Netanyahu proposed the overhaul that would allow the country's lawmaking body, the Knesset, to overturn Israel's Supreme Court decisions with a simple majority. You're listening to NPR News in Washington. First responders and the California National Guard have been working in waist-high water attempting to reach people living near the Pajaro River on the central coast, which flooded this weekend. Crews managed to rescue dozens of people after a local levee breached and flooded an agricultural community. A crew of four people is home after spending a little over five months living and working on the International Space Station. Brendan Byrne from member station WMFE reports. 
Two U.S. astronauts, one Japanese astronaut and a Russian cosmonaut, returned to Earth in the same SpaceX Crew Dragon capsule that brought them to the station in October. The commander of the mission, NASA's Nicole Mann, became the first native woman to travel to space. The crew spent time on the station conducting dozens of science experiments, like an investigation into how microgravity affects the cardiovascular system and 3D bioprinting of human organs and tissues for implantation. Their relief crew arrived earlier this month on another SpaceX capsule and will spend another half-year rotation in orbit. For NPR News, I'm Brendan Byrne in Orlando. Movie stars of all types walk the glamorous Oscars carpet later today as Hollywood celebrates the Academy Awards. The broadcast is ready for anything tonight with a crisis response team standing by at the Dolby Theater in Los Angeles. The step was taken after actor Will Smith last year smacked host comedian Chris Rock on stage, disrupting the film industry's most prestigious ceremony. Tonight, Jimmy Chemical returns as host for the third time of the Oscars. I'm Luis Givoni, NPR News, Washington. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include the George Lucas Educational Foundation, creator of Edutopia. For 30 years, committed to advancing educational innovations and research that improves pre-K to 12 learning. More at edutopia.org. WMNF wants to hear from local artists like you. If you're a poor around Tampa Bay, go to our website at WMNF.org. From there, click on Ports of the Month under the Programming tab. If you're selected, your poem will be broadcasted on our airwaves. Be one of WMNF's first Ports of the Month by going to WMNF.org. Now you don't have to wait till 9 a.m. to hear Democracy Now! You can hear it every morning at 8 a.m. on our HD3 channel, The Source. You can hear it on your HD radio in your car or hear it online at WMNF.org forward slash listen. That's Democracy Now! weekday mornings at 8 a.m. on WMNF's The Source and 9 a.m. on our main channel. And it's replayed on The Source at 5 p.m. every weekday afternoon. Hi, I'm Kenny Coogan. Join Annie Ellis and myself as we co-host the Sustainable Living Show here on your community-supported radio station, WMNF Tampa. On Sustainable Living, we bring you conversations with local experts on sustainable topics. Please come share with us every Monday morning at 11 in our talks about alternative energy sources, organic gardening, farming, and everything in between. Sustainability is a balance of people, profit, and planet. Together, we will make a difference. Hi, I'm Sean, and I hope you tune in to my interview show called Tuesday Cafe every Tuesday morning at 10 on 88.5 WMNF. I interview environmentalists, politicians, social justice activists, academics, and other experts about topics that impact you right here in the Tampa Bay area. I focus on issues that are important locally and across the whole state of Florida. The show is called Tuesday Cafe with Sean Canan. It's every Tuesday morning at 10 on 88.5 FM, WMNF Tampa, and on WMNF.org. And right now, you are tuned to the Sunday Forum. We're taking your telephone calls. We're having searing discussions as we normally do. We're here with Walter L. Smith II and the Fourth Estate Crew. So give us your telephone calls, 813-239-9663, if you want to join this discussion. Walter? All right. We're back here on the Sunday Forum. That was a very good discussion. A lot of discussion and, 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 and very timely and well-needed, much-needed. Uh, Freddie Barton and Derek Perez. Freddie Barton, Derek, it is, and they talked about the movie Blink. Blink. And Blink. we got a couple of emails. We got one email. Uh, an emailer said they used to work in a school with 10 to 12-year-olds, and they've been saying ever since then that they ought to teach anger management mm. and how to study in school. Mm. They don't teach how to study in school anymore? No, they don't. <laughs> and that was long no, before don't. we had gun problems. What they teach in school is to the test. They, they teach to the test. Uh, 
And that's a, that's Which a bad be culturally biased. Yeah, that's yeah. really really bad. That's a bad thing to do. Um, because if if you're doing that, you're right. It is culturally biased. But if you're doing that, you're not teaching the true skills. There's also there are also some things that are missing. But we're gonna talk about that a whole nother a whole nother subject. We mm-hmm. are gonna talk about it another time. Okay. Uh, but we have some phone calls that we need to get out the way so that we can go to the Laura Rodriguez corner. Let's get this phone call out. Okay, go ahead. Caller, you're on the Sunday Forum. You say what? Good morning. Peace and blessings. Hey, how you doing, Queen Mother? How you feeling? Uh, uh, excellent, and I want to thank everyone there for their contribution to this discussion. Yes. But, you know, I'm thinking, how then do we ask young people that is in, living in a center of a whole bunch of injustice that has been piled upon them uh, the removal and destructions of our community, the dope, dumping of dope in our community, uh, the the mass incarceration in our community, and then we expect them to function and make all the right choices when we have so few black adults that's willing to stand in the gap. Right. Very right. so few. And then we expect our children to be, uh, you know, as long as I've been an adult, I have watched this nation go through wars and the selling of guns uh, and guns, even toy guns. It has been an acceptable tool of entertainment. And when we have attempted, whether it is the constructions of parks uh, and recreation, the amount of money it even takes for families to participate in some of those ventures. And the last point, Walter, you know, I was the chairperson of the CRA in, in East Tampa. And we said, let's give our children an opportunity so they can see how can creative and constructive work can move them into a different opportunity. So we have this little thing, the summer youth program, but it was only sending them the children picking up paper at a very minimal wage. The, the board agreed, let's raise the rate. Uh, wages, and then let's give them opportunity by pairing them with jobs and or either um, uh, uh, mentors or either somebody who could shadow them and show them if they start here, they can go there. All of it is being rejected. It has been just a fight to say that we don't want the criminalization of young people to continue and so if we got these severe problems in our community, it is because we are missing mass opportunity and not just opportunities in words, but opportunity that would be economically viable, not only for the child, but for the whole community. Thank you so much. Well, hold, hold, hold on, Queen Mother, hold a second, hold a second. Before you, before you hang up, I, I, first of all, I want to thank you for what you said. That, that is, everything you said, obviously, is very true. Very true, uh, and and very crucial. At just the right time, I'm going to I'm going to say this. Uh, one of the things that one of the things that uh, Otis Anthony uh, did was create this show. Was one, be one of the creators of this particular show to help to mobilize the community and spark the community to do what you're doing and have been doing for years. Uh, yes, we're at 8 o'clock in the morning to 10 in the morning. Okay, big deal. Uh, we do what we can. People have the opportunity to watch, and they do watch, and they do listen. Uh, but these, we need quality media. We need to make sure, that, and that must be substantive. Uh, we have to make certain that uh, the things that we do with our children are, are substantive and that we are occupying their time with things that are substantive. We can ill afford to to have our children not be guided through uh, through this this course of life, where they can learn how to navigate these these waters. Um, and and so we have to make that transition. We have to make that change ourselves as the adults and as as parents and grandparents. Uh, and by the way, congratulations on your on your great granddaughter. Um, but but I, I tell you right now. If we do not change that, make that transition now, uh, 
then, and I hope everybody's listening to what I'm saying, if we do not make that transition now, then we're going to see a whole lot of the same thing uh, and, and far worse. Why? Because we have a government uh, at, at the legislative level that is setting up our communities for failure, for absolute failure, uh, economically, socially, and environmentally. To destroy all the, fi- the fabric of our communities like that means that we have no ability to have sustainable communities. Our communities will not last. They cannot last if we keep doing the same thing we're doing. And so we have got to do what need, what's necessary to be sustainable as communities. And the only way we can do that is to do the things that, that you're talking about. Um, and, and, and to answer your question, that, that, you know, that's also the answer as well, is to make sure that we are, that we are changing what we are doing as the adults. We've got to change what we're doing. There's a lot of, I got to say this, there's a lot of backbiting, uh, a lot of uh, 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 crab in the the barrel uh, syndrome. And I I don't play that here on this show or anywhere else. I don't like that. Um, I don't deal in that type of thing. And no one here deals in that type of thing. And I, and I, 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 I want to say to everybody out there, please stop that. Stop it. That this ridiculous what we're doing out there, and we're killing ourselves. I'm not talking about with guns. I'm talking about with our words. We're killing ourselves socially, and we're killing ourselves from being able to do things that sh- that we should have been doing a long time ago because we occupy ourselves with distractions and silliness. It's juvenile, and we've got to stop doing those types of things. So uh, I thank you so much, Queen Mother. I appreciate you and all the work that you continue to do. And let me, let me encourage you to continue to do it. And we will talk again real soon, offline, okay? All right. All right. All right. Walter, yes. I don't know if this exists, but I know there. Um, Miss Diane Hart did in a function, not to, I think it was last week, where mm-hmm. they were speaking to the police and they brought in all these kids from different nonprofit organizations, I guess, that work in East Tampa. Right. Is there already a coalition where all of these resources work together? Because the one thing I do know, there are so many organizations, but they don't have funding. Right. Like, I didn't even know about Safeway um, Hillsboro, what the organization just came right. up Safe there. Safe and Sound Hillsboro. Safe and Sound right. Hillsboro. Right. So I'm like... There, it's nice that I'm now finding out, but is there a, a place where all of these organizations get together and do they work and talk together? Because I'm pretty sure if they all got together, they can get funding as a coalition right. to help push these or because it's going to take an army to make a change. That's we can't. Right. We already see the government is against us. Right, right, So right. we need to come together as a coalition. I'm not a part of any reason, but I wouldn't mind working with them to help them to get the word out and get grant funding and funding from us. We also need to invest in these organizations that are helping our kids and then figure out how to get these parents involved. Because as you see, they're doing the sites, I guess, for redistricting for these kids. Right. And they're saying, and when it, those that are coming out are not black and brown parents. Right, right. And, and I think what's happening with that is it's creating a sense of tribalism. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when they do the uh, redistricting and things like that, it creates, it not only creates segregation uh, in, in, in a, at a different level, but it creates a type of tribalism that's just not okay. I mean, I, I, tribalism is never good for the type of things that we're trying to trying mm-hmm. to trying to achieve. Now, when when you talk about organizations, Safe and Sound Hillsborough County has done uh, coalitions, mm-hmm. and 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 they have invited other people to be a part of it. They just haven't done it yet. But but of course, I think that now is the time we're going to start. Yeah, now's the time, and we're going to start seeing more of that now. Because I'm like, when um, Queen Mother was talking about what she was doing with the CRA when she was there, mm-hmm. we have the CRA now. And if we can get all of these organizations together, because the CRA is sitting on like $3 million. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, they haven't spent anything. What would happen if all those nonprofits that are working in East Tampa mm-hmm. could take a million dollars of that and what they could do? We would have to, we'd have to learn to navigate that. And the reason why we have to learn to navigate that is because the CRAs are not allowed to use those monies for programs. Well, that, one that's of the, the worst thing. On well, earth the thing is, is, one of the um, one of the um, members <coughs> just created some kind of program for jobs and teenagers and everything. So, yeah. if he was able to do that, why can't we use that money? Did, did they use CRA money to do? Yeah, 
I don't know how they did it. Well, I'm glad well, we're talking about some sort of navigation. Of they that. must have changed something. But yeah, it's Dr. Jeffrey Johnson. He created some program while he was on, while he's still on there, and it was supposed to help teenagers in East Tampa with mentoring and mm. job placement and all oh, of this hey. stuff like that. So if they're doing that now, my thing and what what I'm saying is, you have all these nonprofits that work in East Tampa. Mm-hmm. If you're giving money for him to create one. Why don't you take money to give to those that are already created and have a um and have already established and do it as a coalition? That way they are all working in together and sharing resources that are helping one another right, out. Right, right. Because each organization kind of does something different, mm-hmm. but they all fit together. Right, right. I agree. I agree. I'm glad we're talking about money because, you know, just as we were saying about Hurricane re- Ian in the hurricane response, thanks to the federal government, the state of Florida now has a surplus of what twenty two right. mm-hmm. billion right. dollars. Let's see and it. they're trying to, you know, exploit parents' rights for white kids in schools. I think black and brown parents should demand that that surplus is starting to be spent for these anti violence uh, pro- uh, projects for black and brown kids. But they know, they know until you till you just said it now, I bet you a majority, 99 percent of these parents didn't know. And 99 percent of black and brown people didn't know. And I'm pretty sure a lot of our young people didn't know that there's a twenty two billion dollar surplus because what all is going on our college campuses and going in. Um, um, well, I guess high schools, middle schools. Everybody can get access to this money. The thing is, you have to get on those state legislators Correct. and state senators. And this is why I tell kids, because I used to always say, do not vote for the candidate you know that doesn't have a chance in hell. Like, you, I mean, <laughs> you know, and I, I hate to say it because this white kids, they, they, because it didn't affect them. Right. But now it's affecting them now. And I'm hoping now that they will start because, I mean, we it should not be where we have a majority House and Senate that are run by Republicans, and we have the Satan as their leader. Mm-hmm. I mean, because of them, we are not may not be able to get access because they're the ones who decide where that twenty two right. billion dollar um, surplus man. goes. That's why we, have to, we have to be the. Oh, we got we a call. Yeah, we got we have calls, yeah. and then we got to move on to, so to these other issues. Yeah, so we have to be call. the squeaky wheel. Right? I know, right? <laughs> I know. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum. You say what? Hey, how are you doing? All right, what's going on, Doc? I'm here. I'm here. Right. Hey, um, just a, a bit extension from uh, I talked to you last week. It is related to the uh, state of Florida, the great state of I call it the great state of DeSantisburg, you know, formerly Florida. And right. uh, <coughs> I talked about the, the Banana Republic of Florida. The, yeah, yeah. Well, we we I call us the. Banana Republic, I call it the Zucchini Republic. Well, anyway, I'll, <laughs> the Zucchini Republic. Let's, let's get on with it. What's up, Dan? Yeah. So anyway, so listen, I, I came, I was talking about, you know, get woke and that sort of thing. And I did a, uh, a comparative and now parallel analysis between what was happening here in Florida and in South Africa. You know, I did a lot of heat on that, man. But check this out. I ran across an article. Again, I don't know if I've mentioned this, but called America's Future is South Africa's Past by a guy named Mark Y. Rosenberg. And he was a South African citizen, and he does this article, and it was written around the George Floyd time. And, and what it does, it if you look at it, just highlighting, it talks, you know, it highlights the civil rights movement. <clears throat> what was happening with Trump and what was happening with uh, with George Floyd, and so we are we are headed. We are already here in the apartheid state, which brings me to this thing called the, the, when we look at gun violence. Like, I, you, you, know, you do this comparative analysis, you see this country was founded upon the gun. You know, in order to take over these lands. You know, it was uh, in order to overcome the native population. They used both guns and, and diseases as weapons. So, and we've gone and conquered other countries like these uh, uh, Vietnam and, 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 and imposed our colonial will on people. So perhaps it is we are paying the price 
in another way of looking at it, for all the misdeeds we've done all over the world. I mean, what's happening in in Tampa is happening in Detroit, is happening in Chicago, but it's happening to everybody in the society. So <clears throat> we went in and 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 broke into places like uh, Vietnam, and we use these spinning bullets, uh, uh, M16 bullets, you know, to go in and kill little kids and stuff. And same thing that happened in, uh, in and we use it in Africa uh, and those sort of things. So perhaps it is our sins are coming back, you know, karma, or you want to call it that, are coming back, uh, coming back to, to, to haunt us for the misdeeds that uh, are going to happen in, in our society. And we're slowly falling apart. It's, well, yeah, I, I think I think that one of the things that we have to keep in mind, and thank you for your call, um, one of the things that we have to keep in mind is that uh, the the use of the firearms and the access to the firearms uh, is is clearly a part of this this issue of violence and the type of violence, the type of violence that we're seeing at, at, at that level. Um, I'm pretty sure the worse the firearms, the 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 worse the you know the worse the the, the worse the the uh, chaos, right? Uh, I mean, you have a revolver, then you know you're not going to do as much damage as you're going to have if you have an Uzi, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, I mean, you know, you're going to cause more damage with that. Uh, and and there's something about the psychology of the weapon in one's hand that that plays a big role in the type of crimes that that are being done. So they think, well, I can commit this little crime here with this weapon, but I got this big one, boy, and I'm about to go and really go to town, right? Uh, so, so you start to uh, think, you know, what else can I do? And I think that's human nature when it comes down to, to the weapon. Uh, as you look throughout history, that's what you that's what you see. Uh, but what, one of the things that we've got to do is we got to stop that here. We've got to be real about where we are, and, and we've got to get our kids um, thinking about things that are more, as I said before, more substantive. This is not substantive. What substantive is? Uh, how do I get this job? How do I get, how am I able to be a productive productive citizen of society? And you cannot do that if you're locked up because you went around now shooting, shooting everybody up, uh, you know, or, you know and, and killing everybody in your community. You can't do that. You can't do it. So we have got to change that. We got to grab hold of our kids, shake the living crap out of them, and get you know <laughs> change this whole thing. That's that's what we got to do. And so um, you know that's where I am on it. That's where I am on it personally. That's just me. Um, so hey, listen, we're about to go to um, the Rodriguez corner right now. Before we do, we're gonna play this Tim Bowman. He will uh, out of this dedication to my main man. There may be times in your life, Ramon Augustine. Ramon Augustine, my main man. But I want to say, no one else in the world you can call. I know he will, yeah. I know he will. Here we go. Uh.
That is He Will by Tim Bowman Jr. and Vicky Winans right here on the Sunday Forum. Dedication to my main man, Ramon Agostini. Hey, gone too soon, brother. We love you. All right. So uh, we are we're going to the Rodriguez Corner. And let me tell you, I mean, we're having a hard time getting there because we got some good comments <laughs> from people on this on this whole violence thing. Look, Connie Burton just said, those who, bring, those who betray the race cannot be allowed to roam freely. Accountability is a must. That you know what? She's right. She's right. There, there, there's there's a, that is absolutely right. There are people who my, my dad used to refer to them as, as mad dogs. Mm-hmm. Right? The ones that just can't be there are those out there who just can't be uh there's nothing you can do about it. You know? Can't be saved. And they they've got to be there has to be accountability. There has to be accountability now that reform, if they are able to be reformed, but there has to be reform. You get me on that? There has to be reform. If they're if they are reformable, there must be reform. Our prison system is not built for reform. Mm-hmm. It's built to make money. That's right. It's mm-hmm. built to it's built as it's been said before on this show, it's built for people to be stored. A warehouse. 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 Yeah. <laughs> that, that was it. Warehouse. That's, that's it. That was the term that was used. So we've got to do something differently to avoid that and to save our kids and to save our communities. But, you know, that means that if somebody's got to go to prison, man, you know, for for uh, betraying, and that is a betrayal of the race. That is a betrayal of the race. We cannot, we're destroying the nation. We're destroying our nation if we are killing the people within the nation. That makes no sense. You're you're killing the people in the nation, and it makes absolutely no sense. You're not going to get anywhere with it. Thank you very much, Queen Mother. Um, Hey, Rodriguez Corner. All right, so I I got a lot of things to talk to y'all today, so I'll try to go quick um, in terms of local stuff. Um, So... The elections happened, and obviously I've been like following it pretty closely because I want some... uh, We want some good people on city council and dot 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 the mayor office um, <laughs> so I would like to remind everyone that uh, Maniscalco and Robin Lockett are in a for district two are in a runoff Maniscalco didn't uh, vote for rent control or rent stabilization um, and was very hard to even get him to say that he would put money for housing uh, as we're going through a rent crisis here in Tampa um, the runoff there's a runoff between her tech and Cruz um, Hertech has consistently shown out for the community and has pushed money to housing. She has um, led the fight against uh, anti-abortion um, in the city council. But she also is in um, favor of um, keeping that Fair Oaks, turning it into mm-hmm. East Tampa Recreational Complex, and mm-hmm. that's a gentrification move. So I'm not too fond of her tack on that. 
Okay, thank you. I, I, I didn't realize that. Because um, I presented, I uh, got the project approved because no one in city um, parks and rec can get it done. Mm. And when I submitted it to um, the logo with Fair Oaks Park's name on it, her and Goods had a fit. And I said, legally, there is no name change on board. So it's still Fair Oaks Park. Mm. And this East Tampa Recreational Complex is nothing but a gentrification of that neighborhood. And she was all for it. And she was also trying to push the project back because she said South Tampa had a question about the um, the process in which they picked the um, the um, the design the design um, construct firm. Well, now, now let's think of that. Let's think of that there for a moment. Because this is East Tampa. What is South Tampa worrying about our process? Agree, agree. But now let, let's think about this for a second now. <laughs> Who's running in that race? <laughs> Janet Cruz. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> So, yeah, it's, it's Janet Cruz. Uh, and I, and her tech is someone I believe that we'll be able to work with. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm not. I'm just letting you know that. that that's something we gotta hold. We gotta hold her accountable for that. Mm-hmm. We gotta hold her accountable that, for it and not let that happen. That's what that I, I agree with you on ten percent. That has to happen. I think that's a matter of, of ignorance about yes. That's a matter of ignorance. I checked her that day, but her and Goods have been um, teaming up, and for the last ten weeks, they have been coming against my company's name. And I'm about to handle them in a, in a few months, in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, let's. <laughs> but uh, to keep it moving, I really appreciate that comment, though. Uh, District three, Carlson wins. Um, yes. District five, Henderson wins. Yes, that's right. Um, and then District six is in a runoff. Mm. Hold on, got, you got to give us some more than the hmm. You got to let <laughs> us know something. Um, Miranda doesn't meet with his constituents. We've emailed him multiple times. And the other person, uh, Prindle, he's an MBA and an attorney. I don't know much about him, if I'm going to be completely honest. Um, And also on the 16th, there's going to be two mobilizations to city council. One is for the Cemetery Society to um, demand that the Memorial Park uh, Cemetery is given back to the city, um, is either bought or handed over, um, and that they... Uh, city Council and the Mayor's Office, or specifically the Mayor's Office, released a statement apologizing to East Tampa for losing control of a majority black cemetery that is also the only cemetery in Tampa that has a designated spot for uh, black veterans. Did you talk to Osea Wynn? Because she's over the Department Code Enforcement. She's Neighborhood Services. She's the one who is direct support for that actual project. So when Code Enforcement was putting those liens in there, they should have um, caught that immediately. So you need to definitely speak to Osea Wynn about that. Yeah, so the, the people leading the uh, charge for the, it's the Cemetery Society, and I believe uh, it is Miss Eileen Henderson, who was on the show a co- uh, last, last week. week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Time moves. Um, <laughs> but yes, and then the other mobilization on the same day to the 16th is for the um, ordinance on the on the Independent Council for the Civilian Review Board here in Tampa. Mm -hmm. And that's just to give them a little bit more separation and have their own independent attorney without uh, people coming to the board having to ask for a conflict of interest. It's something that should just be given to people because the uh, attorney shares the same office and is employed by the city and the city employs uh, TPD. Um, But to talk about the the main meat and potatoes (laughs) of, uh, you know, what happened at USF here. So I was actually one of the people arrested at the uh, March 6th uh, event. Look at the fourth statement was getting arrested. Yes. (laughs) Unrightfully so. Gangster. (laughs) Unrightfully so. So a little rundown of that event. (laughs) Uh, Tampa Bay SDS hosted an event titled Mobilized to Save Save Diversity to Protest Against DeSantis' Attacks on Black History in Schools Diversity Programs. Education, that's right. And the well-being of minority students to demand that the USF administration take action and to protect its students. The protesters gathered outside the Marshall Student Center where uh, speeches were read from a handful of student groups. The crowd marched towards the Patel Center where the president's office is located. Stayed in a lobby for like five minutes, read the demands, which included wanting a meeting with the USF president to talk about their demands. The students had marched into the lobby holding signs and banners um, and were listening to speeches and were chanting when USFPD began grabbing, groping, escalating, and brutalizing protesters without any warning. They arrested one person in the building who we have here with us, Gia Davila, 
and protesters were the ones calling for de-escalations and walked themselves out of the building. They continued chanting outside. Then again, without warning, USFPD began grabbing, assaulting, shoving, took down and put handcuffs on three protesters. <sighs> Sorry, um, it, it was a really scary moment for me personally. I, I had, um, <laughs> And they were not told that they were being arrested or what they were arrested for. And then the officer gave the rest of the protesters conflicting information on where we were being transported or held. Um, and I'm going to let Gia talk about what SES. I have a quick question. Yeah. Um, did they ever tell either one of you what the police protocol is when it comes to dealing with protesters or anything of that mm -mm. sort? No, we weren't even told to leave the building. Um, they never said anything to us. I mean... I wasn't even in the building. I was the first person to get arrested. I don't even think I was in there for two minutes from the moment we stepped through the door. Um, just grabbed without any warning, thrown on the ground, brutalized, and then sat in hot, hot cop cars for the next three hours while they deliberated what to charge us with before mm -hmm. taking us to jail. What, is there any video of this or yeah, anything? Yeah, video of everything. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was covered by the local media. Mm -hmm. so yeah. Yeah. I saw it. I saw them brutalizing. Yeah. yeah but, uh, yeah, because of all this stuff that happened, you know, we were just out there protesting to save diversity. Um, as Tampa Bay SDS, we've been fighting to increase black enrollment on campus. And with the new legislation that DeSantis is trying to put in. The Satan. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> we're not even going to be able to continue to do that. So, you know, Students really care about diversity. We want to see diversity expanded on campus. So uh, in light of recent events, we're demanding that all of the charges be dropped against the four people who were arrested. We all got felonies, by the way. Yeah. What? Battery of a law Fem enforcement officer. One felony, and then I have three misdemeanors. And Everyone else got two, two misdemeanors on top of the felony charge. Trespass from campus for a year. We'll be arrested if we uh, set foot mm -hmm. near campus. Yeah, and, and like we said earlier, uh, I'm supposed to graduate in, in two months. Um, I've been paying tuition at USF for years now. Um, and, you know, we weren't doing anything wrong. It's well within our right to protest. So we're demanding that the on top of the charges being dropped, we're demanding that the academic and employment suspensions be dropped as well. And we're demanding that the president, Raya Law, step down because, you know, she's come out um, in support of the lies that the police are telling that, you know, you can see clearly through all the videos, there's gotta be like at least 20 videos of what happened that <laughs> mm -hmm. day. Um, and the president, you know, she's refusing to actually release a statement to students or to stand up in support of her students who were brutalized on campus. And we think that's ridiculous. And that, you know, if, if a president of a school can't stand with her students, then she should not be the president. Um, we're demanding that USF condemn HB 999 and stand up for diversity. We're demanding that Chief Chris Daniel should be fired um, yeah. <laughs> for brutalizing and groping students. Um, and we demand the end of DeSantis's attacks <coughs> on diversity, black history, affirmative action, and education. Um, you know, these are all in attempts to, you know, quiet protesters and stop people from speaking up against DeSantis. And, you know, that's not that's not in our nature. We're going to keep fighting. Um, we were already planning uh, another event with the Tampa Bay Community Action Committee on the 15th of March at 1 p.m. outside of the state attorney's office, demanding that she drop the falsified charges. Um, in addition to that, students across the state are going to continue to mobilize for diversity and against HB 999. Um, if any, anybody's interested who's listening, um, we're mobilizing to the Capitol, um, like I said, to protect HB 999 on March 28th. If you're interested in getting involved, even if you need a ride to get there, like we will totally take you. Um, yeah, like I said, March 28th. And that's a coalition of student groups from across the state who are all mobilizing um, to protect this. So it really shows just how much students care about protecting diversity. Well, listen, that is very good. Um, I'm glad you guys are saying this and pointing out HB 999 because guess what? That's what we're saying. Um, my understanding, I, I, I got 
phone call this weekend um, to by, by a friend of mine who, well, I'll just tell you who it was, um, Chidi Ahanatu, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, um, called me this weekend and said, well, you know, you need to see this. And so uh, I, I read in detail what HB 999 is about. And in fact, what has happened is this governor has uh, has, has prepared a bill that is that is designed to expand on what he's already done regarding the issues surrounding uh, uh, the, the the critical race theory and things like that. It, taking <laughs> At this particular level, what he's doing is he's affecting education, public education at the university level, the tertiary level. And he's saying specifically that there's no more uh, no more diversity. Literally, this is stated in AHP 999. It's pointing out that there's no more, there's to be no more diversity. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's to be no critical race theory, no black history, no cultural studies of that nature to be taught at the university, university level. Um, not... Then it goes a little further. It goes further and it points out that there are organizations yep. that are to be that are to be uh, stopped. Of those organizations, the, the implication is, no, not implication. Uh, yeah, well, uh, let, me, let me just say what the implication is. What we know today as uh, the divine nine would be shut down. Historically black Historically black colleges and fraternities and sororities when there would be no more. So, um, so that means that to our Jewish friends, the fraternities that exist that are uh, Jewish in nature, uh, or, or that started in the early 1900s, late 1800s, will be no more. And the Hispanic and the Hispanic sororities fraternities, no more. And the Palestinian and, and East uh, East Asian and Polynesian fraternities sororities, no, no more. more. So, so when they talk about that, um, you can forget all these things and what you know and what um, what has happened historically, and what we've seen historically, and that's it. So he's literally trying to shut down everything that makes that makes uh, college life what it's supposed to be. Number one, mm-hmm. number two, the cultural aspect of it entirely take it out. Um, everything would be would be gone, and so you know what are you being taught? What's 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 happening, mm-hmm. folks? Let me tell you something. If you thought that voting didn't matter, it matters now. It matters. It trust me, it matters. This happens. This this will go into effect if you do not vote, or if people uh, went. This could have been stopped. This could have been stopped. It can be stopped still right now. But you know you got to vote. You got to get involved. You got to do something besides even voting. You got to get in there and start writing policy. You got to get involved in something that's substantive. This is why we got to stop our kids from killing each other. I, I don't know what else what else to tell you. I really don't. So those parents that are out there that are that are focused in on silliness, that can't get past the silliness that can't grab their kids and get them involved in something else that won't take the time to raise the kids. Damn, what are we doing? What are we doing? You, you ju- just shut down. We're being, it's bad enough we're being pushed out of our own communities. It's bad enough that that's happening. But not only are we being shut out of our communities, not only are the economic opportunities that should be in our communities taken away, then they are being taken away. And I will challenge anybody out there to get on this phone and argue this point with me. They are being taken away, not just moved away. They are being taken away systematically. We're being pushed out systematically. Resources and resilience building destroyed. Fluff, not real. None of this is happening. And what is happening with our CRAs? If you don't get a hold of what you were doing on your CRAs, then you don't need it. Thank you. Then you don't need it. And what you're doing is you're justifying when you do silly stuff with your CRA money and with your CRAs and when you allow people to come in and tell you 
what to do with your CRAs, who have nothing to do with your community at all, when you don't have the sense enough to do what needs to be done with your CRAs, then guess what happens? Your community is shut down. Your community is gone. And you have no one to blame for that but yourselves. Period. You want to argue the point? I'm right here. Right here. Call in 813-239-9663. We can talk about it. We can argue it. Whatever you want to do. Point is, what I said is fact. Now, let's go to the lines. Let's hear it. All right. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum. Uh, good morning. Thank you for receiving my call. Thank you for calling. Who's this, Alvaro? Yes, this is Alvaro. Alvaro, yes, what's going on, man? Alvaro. Great to hear from you. I, I want to uh, uh, pronounce myself in solidarity with the students after uh, uh, having uh, suffered brutality at the uh, at the uh, university, and uh, uh, say that that uh, this is a, a new phenomenon. Uh, you know, students were not were allowed and, and have a right to protest on campus. What they're saying now is that they don't, and and uh, I think it's important that uh, that that be uh, um, fought back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and and also uh, the the whole issue of uh, police uh, the the uh, the way they are attacking the students is also new. Uh, it used to be they just come and, and uh, ask you to turn around and, and put you in handcuffs. Oh, that's now not new. On the floor, you know, <laughs> in, you know, including you know people who are not uh, uh, hostile or or, or, or challenging. Uh, so I, I, I want to support the students and, 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 uh, and feel it's a wonderful report that they gave this morning. Uh, I want to say also that I, I appreciate the spirit with which the film is being done, the one that's going to be shown at Tampa, Blink. At, yes. at Tampa uh, uh, Theater. Mm-hmm. But I think that uh, enough of negative influences and, and, uh, and messages are always sent to our kids. Why don't we try positive uh, uh, influences and in, in, uh in, in uh, you know encouragement, how about taking it to different universities? You know, taking to di- to to different uh, ways of, of progressing instead of leaving for them only the military and or jails uh, uh, available. And then you know, I, I, I want to say I, I sent an, an email that I, I think explains it a little a little care, a little more carefully than I'm than I'm able to um, to say it. But, yes, uh, I got it. As a, as a group of parents, we, we uh, years ago, we took our kids to all of the major universities. Those kids came out, doctors, lawyers, double degrees, all, all these kind of things. We kept them on purpose, away from care, away from PAL, away from any negative. There used to be a time also uh, this, uh, uh, where the, where the uh, prisoners, lifetime uh, prisoners would come and scare the teenager kids to death. Uh, in in uh, in in group settings, and and uh, you know, some yeah, of yeah. uh, kids who already got into trouble. But uh, but but uh, I don't think it's the way for our community. I think we need to be putting them positive influences, you know, positive encouragement. And then um, I want to say that that uh, that it wasn't it wasn't we uh, a gentleman that called in. He, he normally pretty much on the spot. Uh, in this case, he's saying we went to Vietnam. We did this to other countries, and now we're paying back. Our kids are paying back for it. Well, it wasn't we. It wasn't our communities that did that, you know? It was, it was the, the ruling class. It was the, the, the government that did that. This empire that is, that is about to do that, you know, all over the place, and that is causing war all over the place, along with NATO, uh, you know, in, 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 uh, in Eastern Europe right now. It is them who are doing this. It's not us. You know, we are, our kids are being used as cannon fodder. For, for you know to fight this war you know so but I thank you very much for the uh, for the uh, for the for the program hey man thank you brother appreciate uh, you Alvaro I was getting ready to say um, the issues you guys are having with the um, USF police is nothing new I went to USF in 93 graduated in 97 and we had these same issues with the police like most people don't realize the year before I got there someone were in words go home on the dorm mm-hmm. they were bold enough to which do happened that. recently yeah. as well within the past it's, it's like it's been cycling recycling and that same yeah. police chief was there and mm-hmm. and at least you know he sent his black representative the one black police officer we were like oh here we go with the black interpreter and these same issues have been happening for years, and it's almost 30 years since I've been in college. Yeah. So nothing has changed, but he seems to still be there. He was there with Castor. He was there with the next mm-hmm. president. Um, What's her name? Bet, um, I forgot to just left before real law, but it seems like it's the same thing. And um, he was telling us, oh, he can't keep good um, 
blacks and Pete Brown um, cops. I'm like, I'm looking at you still doing the same pattern. Mm-hmm. And now I'm hoping it, and it's sad. Well, he, ha- he has a lawsuit, or he had or has a lawsuit against yeah. him for uh, racial discrimination and sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. Which he should have been gone. He should have been me too out of there, time. number one. Exactly. And then secondly, you know, I was telling Walter, I was um, about, you know, we were talking about Blink and everything. I said, um, Miss Diane Hart had an event and had these um, young black brown folks come in with different organizations speaking about what they need and a lot of the kids were saying they needed programming i'm working on the redesign phase of fair oaks park and we are out here asking people to come out our next public forum is this tuesday march 14th from 6 to 8 p.m at middleton high school in the cafeteria we will give you dinner like real food and we are asking for your opinion on what you want to see in this park, not just what it looks like, but what kind of programming you want in this park. And we had, I did a special one for just young people so their voices are going to be heard. And we had majority elementary, middle school, and maybe two high school kids come. And high school kids are really the ones we're needing to pull back. So if you want what's heard, there's $36 million allotted to this one park. We don't know when 36 million will come into East Tampa again or even 5 million will come into because all of the parks in East Tampa need to be redone. And so we need to make sure that people show up on Tuesday night and tell us not only what you want it to look like, but what do you want this project, this park to service your um, this East Tampa community? If you do not show up Tuesday after March 31st, what the pastors say, speak now, forever hold your peace, there will be no more comments coming in. And they, the design process will be built because this project is going to be built within another year or so. So if you do not say anything, you sit back and you leave it to other people, you cannot complain. Just like with this whole protest, this has been going on for years. Mm-hmm. This is nothing new that's done under the sun. And we have to, and, um, and then also I have to tell young white students, you have to stop voting for the Green Party and these other people that aren't, don't have a chance in hell to win. We need to unite and vote for viable candidates that have a chance of winning and hold their feet to the fire when we put them in office. That's why Goods is no longer in office, because he did not do work for the community. Now we put his feet to the fire and he is gone. So that's what we all need to unite and do this because real law is only going to do what she what she's told what to do. Exactly. And if we don't remove some of those state senators, state representatives out of there and get the Satan out of his office, because trust me, we can recall him if we all got together. And secondly, we all need to look at who are these financial backers mm-hmm. for the Satan and all of these people. Because if we start boycotting the people who fund their their um, bigotry then we're going to have a whole new thing because people forget with the Montgomery bus boycott, they didn't stop letting black people ride on the front bus because they felt bad. Their Mm -hmm. pockets got light. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When that money dried up, all of a sudden they conscious dried up. It was like, oh, we better let these Negroes back on the front of the bus and stop doing them crazy. That's right. But it's it's important to get get those folks out to the the discussion about the the park. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we need you guys to come out here in full effect. Because after March 31st, we will not be taking any more comments. So whatever you want to see in programming, like some of the kids were saying they want entrepreneurship room. They want esports. They want a library. They want cooking classes. They want an indoor basketball. They want a pool. But the problem is there's not enough lifeguards to fund, uh, watch the pools. We have quite a few pools all over the city of Tampa. And nobody, and I'm like, can we reach these college students and see if they come in and want to take a part-time job well, as a lifeguard? And that's the thing. Like, one of the demands that SES ha- has had for years now is to increase black enrollment mm-hmm. by going to local high schools and talking with um, kids from there. Yeah. And a lot of this could be done if USF actually met the goal, reached out, because that's a great idea to use yeah. college students mm-hmm. like that to get kids... Um, like in line with, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, but no, like, but that, yeah, because yeah. I'm just saying, I, you know, we were talking about everybody wanted a pool, mm-hmm. but there's not enough lifeguards. Mm-hmm. So why aren't we hitting our colleges, whether it be USF, UT, HCC, and see if anybody wants a part-time job as mm-hmm. one? Exactly. Well, hey, guys, listen, we, 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 it's now 9.59. Oh, it's, it's a great 9:59. show. We had a great show. 
Uh, unfortunately, we're not able to get to the, the callers this time, uh, the remaining callers. But again, we want to make sure that people come out. Okay, I'm going to say this again. Come out to the, to the, to the meeting. When's the meeting? It is March 14th, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. at Middleton High School at the cafeteria. Please come. I would love for you ladies to bring the students out and come. But we need everybody there. This is going to be your last time. We'll also be taking, you can email us at Kimberly at KVJINCPR.com what you want in this part. But we need you to be there in full effect. And we will feed you. All right. All right. Come on out. All right, be a part of it. Make a change right if, now. If you don't, you don't tell them what you want, they'll tell you what you want. That's it. That's how it goes. Hey, everybody, thank you for joining us here in this tribute to my man, Ramon Agostini, right here. The Roots proceed, one of his favorite songs, proceed by The Roots, right here on the Sunday Forum, WMNF 8.5. As always, from my voice to the radio waves, to the hearts and the minds of the people, we love you. And there's absolutely nothing you can do about it here on the Sunday Forum. Host Martin Hootenanny is coming your way next here on WMNF Tampa. I shall proceed and continue to rock the mic. I shall proceed. It's going on.